Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Brickline Brewing. They're doing very tasty things. Find Brickline in all good bottle shops. Athena will help you pay down your home loan faster. Visit athena.com.au. Dwayne's World with Dwayne Russell. Always great to have you company for Dwayne's World. Midday Madness for work, locker, Karen Downs and packing and workwear for wherever you work. We'll head back to your calls very shortly. Dwayne's World for Brick Lane Brewing. They're doing very tasty things at Brick Lane. You can find Brick Lane in all good bottle shops. And we're here for Athena Home Loans. Be rewarded for your loyalty at Athena Home Loans. Plenty still to come. The Fremantle General Manager of Football, Joe Bright, is going to join me a little bit later on to talk about the Dockers, where they're at, Justin Longmuir's contract, Etc. So looking forward to that chat a little bit later on. But I've been joined by Broden Kelly in the studio here of Arnie Donner fame. If you don't know who Broden Kelly is, well, just Google it. Uh, Google Arnie Donner. They're huge on the world stage these days. And uh, as they say in my household, uh, haven't I done well getting <laughs> Broden in? Welcome to you, Broden. Great to have you on. No, Dwayne, I've done incredibly well. <laughs> I, I Driving in today thought about how much of my week and so much of Melbourne and Australia's week is spent with you. I, I listened to you all day driving around and then all weekend. It's, <laughs> it, and so to be here is genuinely an honour. And to think that we never would have met or been in this situation if not for the Beatles in, what, 1964. Wow. Yes, when they landed in Adelaide. That's the weekend I was conceived. So, yes, that's I've got that. <laughs> Do you know what song it was? I'm uh, not sure which it was. It was one of the texts asking me whether one of the Beatles or my father. Um, no, Ringo's not my dad. But um... To think that Taylor Swift next, when, next week, whenever she's here, <laughs> there may be a few little Dwayne Russells <laughs> running around. <laughs> Yes, the content that Taylor might create, the craze that Taylor might create. You've been creating, um, well, you're on the world stage these days, so it's my pleasure to have you in. I mean, I've been watching you in action since uh, the old videos, jazz music. Yeah, uh, I'm going way back. That's really really surprising because I I listen to SEN when I'm traveling around the world, genuinely too. And um, so it's it's nice that there's a, you know, a bit of to and fro there. You don't know that I went and saw you at, it's called the, it was called the Hi-Fi when I went and saw you. You know that underground Mac Watts, is it called? You went to see us at Max Watts? Yeah. Yeah. Well, why did you do that for? Well, my son was a fan. Okay. He put me onto you and I was starting to become a fan too, so... Yeah, I've been watching your videos, so it's my pleasure to have the man beast in here live. Well, it's funny because I actually 
when you said that, I remembered in about 2015, I'm on stage and I just hear from the audience, drown them in your honey. <laughs> and I thought, that sounds like that sounds like someone I know, but I, now I know it was you. So that's incredible. So why is footy so big? I've got to ask you this question. Now, Bill Burr, who's a comedian mm, on massive. the... Yeah, massive. He's, a, he's an AFL fan. Robbie Williams is an AFL fan. Yeah. Uh, Aquaman is an AFL fan. Yeah. There's so many people worldwide are... Are jumping on. There's comedians like yourself. Will Anderson's got his own footy podcast. Yes. You've got your own yes. footy podcast. Uh, so you might be, you know, big in the entertainment stakes when it comes to having Netflix specials, etc. But you're still at the basic level of no. Broden Kelly. You're a footy fan. In our Netflix show you just mentioned, um, we put up a clip today actually where it, we made a show overseas for Americans. It was made in America. Yes. And... Um, we just filled it with weird, idiosyncratic Melbourne things. Like there's references to Car City Ringwood. And I named one of my characters, no joke, Gary Lyon. And uh, we had, with the way that we convinced Netflix to let us do it is we just said, oh, it's all made up. None of that's real. So they thought Gary Lyon was a fake character I'd made up, <laughs> which he could be. But um, no, uh, I-, I was talking to Will Anderson about it on our pod the other day. Footy is just, it is the best sport in the world for lots of different reasons. But the main one is that unlike lots of other sports, the rules are, a, there's a 50-50 to a lot of rules. A lot of it depends on an umpire's a, a opinion of what is what is fact and what is fiction. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Holding the ball. You would say, you see it all the time in the commentary box. Something that you think is a, is holding the ball is not. The, and we argue about it in the commentary because it's not black and white. Our rules are crazy gray. In, in many ways, it's the most creative sport out there because it's just these people in 360 degrees running in lots of different directions. We don't even know half the time if it's a goal or not. And your Adelaide <laughs> listeners will know this. We st- and we won't for 2024 either because what they decided they're not going to change it up next year, are no, they? No, they're not sticking with the same video procedure, which lends itself to a bit more human error. So... Yeah, the grey area, what's well, the beauty of Midday Madness, obviously, because 100%. without the grey area, I probably wouldn't have anywhere near as many calls of a week of a Monday. And what it about, must be hard because when they call, they get on. They do, they get on. You have been listening. It's a 100% hit rate. And can I ask, you've got Stardust Music Sounds Better with you as your yeah. intro, which is great to drive around. It's a great song. Did you pick that? Who picked that? I did. My son's a, well, my son's a musician. So, oh, okay, uh, cool. You've actually done some gigs with him. Yourself, he's actually, I think, did the sound for one of your gigs. Well, really, yeah. So, oh, well, I'll talk about yeah, it off we'll the air, or we can get air. into the detail. It is funny <laughs> that connection that we've got because I've been <laughs> watching you guys. I, I, I can't play one of you. I'd like to play your real estate agent sketch, but we can't play that on air, mm. obviously. No, no, but, no. But um, <laughs> if you don't uh, know of Arnie Donner and their magical Dead Cat tour that they've got, uh, it's all there on video. You can check it out, uh, or some of their future stuff on Netflix. So, you're a footy fan at heart. Dead what, set. What, Lured you to footy growing up as a kid. So you're a kid in Melbourne, yeah, growing well, up watching this great game. Some of your listeners might know me, actually. The story is my granddad worked at the MCG, particularly in the Melbourne Cricket Club, since about uh, since the 50s. He worked there for 50 straight years on the long room. Right. So he was the one. So if you'd had too many uh, pots, he'd be the one who'd say, all right, mate, out you pop, and he'd get you out. So he worked there until until like a year before he passed away. So and so when I turned eighteen, and the, I'm not saying there's nepotism issues at the MCG, <laughs> but I immediately started working there when I was eighteen, and I used to do dress regulations on the gate two right. of the MCC. So if you ever got turned away by yeah. a ginger haired eighteen year old, right. uh, that was me. 
See, that would have been harsh for a 50-year-old male saying, not in those shoes, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. sir. Yeah, no. So when I was doing it, they were there was a lot of people in their 60s who didn't appreciate it. But that's where I learned to bloody take it all in, you know what I mean? <laughs> and that, yeah, so I, I, working in the MCC and meeting all the lovely AFL and cricket fans is how I created a thick skin so I could start doing comedy as a living. Because by golly, <laughs> we have some indignant members of the community, particularly in the members, if I may. Oh, uh, you think the outers more I know placid. there's so many things I could tell you about the character traits of each club. Famously, when I worked there, the worst club to um, for behaviour, yes. and this will get the text line, yeah, Byron, was, was uh, 043 Is that the temper text? It is, yes. Yeah, and sweet. Athena, love us and leave us. And I'll tell you what, the, um, <laughs> the, uh, the Richmond fans were famously the hardest to manage. Right. Um, you, you phrased that nicely. Yes, because famously, sometimes you'd have, say, Collingwood Carlton's playing, there'd be a bit of a bit of riffraff between them. Mm. But with Richmond, they would start fighting each other. Right. It didn't matter who they were playing; they just start. They'd have a they'd have a crack. So, but no, no one's perfect. But they they, they all had it was a fun time. So when you were a kid, where, where was the best place to watch footy? You were lucky if you are in the MCC members. Mm. Where was the best place to watch footy? Is the best place to watch footy, you can send through your text on this, is it up against the fence yeah. right next to the boundary? Is it on the wing high in a grandstand or is it behind the goals with the cheer squad? I obviously watch a lot of footy behind glass yeah. and I get that. But every now and then... I do like to go down to the fence, and it's a different game from the fence. I would I would encourage your audience, if they go to the footy, to try something different if you can, because obviously some people with their memberships, they have to sit in the same seat every week. But there's been times where I'm a row two, and you think that's perfect because you're right up against it. But then if you go to Q deck up to the top, yep. that's actually fantastic as well, that you see the gameplay, the style. But your level where you guys are, the, uh, the media, by golly, that is one of the best setups as well. But then... Optus Stadium? Have yes. you been there? Yeah. Oof. Do you have a favourite stadium to watch footy at? There's I like, I like the MCG. Yeah. Adelaide Oval, the broadcast area is a long, long way from the action, but right. I'm a binoculars caller anyway, so it doesn't really affect me that much. If and you're, you're, in... you're wired up to the eyeballs on Milk and Nescafe, aren't you? Yeah, Nescafe, uh, uh, plenty of Red Bull. I've got a couple of coats just for you. I've you... got two cans. You're a two-can interview for me. But thank you. So that's two full-strength cans of Coke. <laughs> that's it. Wow. Well, I want to be up for you. You're a comedian. And I, I look, you, you work in an audio sphere. People don't see you regularly. You are an incredible Nick. <laughs> for someone who was oh, brought about when the Beatles were playing, yeah. to still look, you're incredible Nick for drinking full strength Coke. I do exercise a little bit. Who were your heroes growing up then? When you were a kid watching footy, who were the, who were the legends, the heroes, and yeah. the, the sort of the cult figures that got you... In love with the game. I'm a big fan of Jared Waitley, and, I, and I'm desperate to meet him. Right. I know he's in Vegas this week. He is. That handover you did today was the most depressing thing I've ever heard. <laughs> the he's going to see you too. The man does not want to be on radio no. at this week, with full respect. <laughs> he's, as he's signing off, he's going, I'm going to you too. Bye. He's clearly having the best fun yeah. of his life. So that was fascinating to listen to. I, can I just speak on that as well? One of my favorite highlights from both of you doing a handover last year is when you both spoke for about 15 minutes about the Barbie movie. <laughs> and you were both, you were like, well, what is it, a feminist thing or what's going on there? And he was like, no, it's a bit more. It's about saying this. And that was a very enjoyable. So that's my highlight of last year. Oh, thank you. It's got some depth to it, the Barbie movie. There's a there's a, a couple of aspersions cast on society from mm. that movie. They're going mm. pretty deep into it. It's yeah. not just about dolls. Who came through, by the way? Who had the, who, who won that Taylor Swift should go for them. Was it Collingwood? Or? Yeah, Collingwood. But Carlton fans think that the attraction to Charlie Kerno would be the one. Who do you, which club do you think is most likely to get Taylor Swift to wear their jumper? 
while she's here. There's you could, I mean, probably the Kansas City Chiefs at yeah. the moment. But like once she's here, I mean, it would be lovely. Someone I heard someone say it'd be lovely to see North Melbourne have mm. one. Um, the AFL can organise that. More priority picks. And uh, but then yeah, Carlton have been Carlton seem right. Yeah, maybe because she's at the MCG, one of the four, you know, Hawthorne or Melbourne or Collingwood or who's the other one? Richmond, Richmond. No, definitely not Richmond. <laughs> uh, yes, I mean, growing up in loving the footy, I was a very big David Needs fan. I was a very big um, uh, Gary Lyon fan as well. Lots of okay. the SCN teams. Yeah, yeah, so you don't go any. What about when you're really young? Because you're yeah. I, I, uh, G Lion, Neil, Neil Baum, Neil Baum, yeah, <laughs> that's our coach. All right, that's yeah, going way back. Hey, before I let you go, you've got a few questions that you want to ask I me do. on Twitter because uh, you are on X and you're prolific on X. So I will give you your own segment where you can ask me some of the questions that you've been asked, but I've got a couple more for you. Okay, great. Um, the Aussie tradition of old guys wearing jumpers to the footy, are you into do you think that's a good thing? Do you like seeing a 45-year-old male in a in a cut sleeve footy jumper? Do you think that's a good thing? I think if you have fashion sense, you can yeah, pull it off. You can. But, um, are, I you, think are you that kind of guy who does it? I deep down would love to, but I'm probably insecure and afraid to do it. Never um, done it? I think if you wore a cool jacket with it, I've definitely done it before. Yeah. The Famously in 2018, when the D's got to the prelim for yep. the first time in however long, I put on a Melbourne Guernsey, woke up at 6am, got on a plane to Perth the day of the prelim, had the Guernsey on the whole way, uh, watched the game. It was over in the first quarter. Got back on a plane. Had the Guernsey still on. Wore it all the way back to Melbourne. Got into bed at one a.m. with the Guernsey still on. So maybe a sign that you shouldn't do it. Are you a verbal guy? The footy? Do you like a, a yell and a shout? Do you do you encourage the yell and the shout? Do you think that's a pure part of our beautiful game that you should be allowed to voice your disapproval at something? Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, I I, uh, I lose absolute control. But if it's done in good spirit, yeah, absolutely. Do you think it's still done in good spirit? It was done in a different spirit in the Moravian days. <laughs> yeah, Do you think right. it's still done in good spirit? Do you think it's something that we should retain in our game, even though it does upset a few people? Oh no, we got to keep it. We got to keep it. I think it, it, get rid of people who are doing it vindictively, or if it goes to throws <laughs> to punches. But no, and also I guess it depends where you're sitting. In the members, we'll have uh, you know heated debates mm. and then we'll do, you know, thorough discourse, but uh, it never gets too verbal. I sat in the Gold Coast Suns cheer squad, squad last year. Don't yeah. ask me why, but I was next to St Kilda fans in the outer for the first time. By golly, they, they, they're, the, they're feral and that was fantastic. So I know it was, it was a very different experience. So no, I think let them go for broke. Absolutely go for broke. Is there a cheer squad you wouldn't sit with? Or is there a cheer squad from the opposition you'd like to sit with, just to enjoy the flavour of the game? If you, you know had what, someone yeah. from overseas come to Australia and say, hey, take me to the footy, <laughs> would you dare take him to sit with a cheer squad? Because that's a unique experience. That's a great question. Um, do you know who I, who I thought of immediately? In the, in the prelim of 2017, mm. when Richmond won the flag that year, I remember going to the MCG, 100,000 there, 99,500 going for Richmond and yep. maybe 500 tops going for GWS in the cheer squad. Bringing someone from overseas <laughs> and putting them in the middle of that would be the most incredible experience in the world. Or sitting them in a Giants jumper yeah. in the middle of Collingwood fans. 100%. Or Richmond or any of them would be fantastic. <laughs> what an experience. It'd be different if you set them in a Giants jumper than it would be if you set them in a Richmond jumper. <laughs> Yeah, the, then it's uh, all other amount of nouns and verbs that would come their way if they were in a Giants jumper. Crikey. Great to have you in, Broden. I'll let you ask me a couple of questions after the break. Uh, stick around. Plenty to come on Dwayne's Well, We will be talking some footy, footy, footy shortly because the Fremantle general manager of football is going to be with us 
Right, you're with Dwayne's World, brought to you by Brickline Brewing. They're doing very tasty things at Brickline. Find Brickline in all good bottle shops and for Athena Home Loans. Be rewarded for your loyalty at Athena Home Loans. Find Brick Lane in all good bottle shops. Athena will help you pay down your home loan faster. Visit athena.com.au. Dwayne's World with Dwayne Russell. Heading back to your calls and your texts for a little bit of late midday madness shortly, but Broden Kelly's in the house from Artie Donna fame. Uh, one of these great comedians on the world stage like Bill Burr, etc., who love their footy so much that uh, they're doing podcasts and talking about AFL, so I thought I'd get him in to talk some AFL before he hits the world. When is your next tour? Are you heading overseas again soon? We're going to the... tour next year. We want a whole year of watching the footy. It's going to be an exciting <laughs> year of footy, by do, golly. Do the other two crazies could follow not, our team? Could no. not care less. Right. Um, they're practically uh, Gold Coast fans. They have no idea what's going on. And occasionally they do interviews where they stay in character as well, so I wouldn't have had any chance of being able to get one of those I, two I, in. I'm in character now, actually. Oh, I'm in character as a... Uh, even then, yeah. you drop your voice. So, That's right, yeah. So, will I get a bit of man beast? Oh, yeah, mate. Well, then, you and I, we could sound like we're doing sports day again. You and me and Jared Wainley, Jared Healy. <laughs> Come in, thanks for your call, Signet Power Bank. So, you, yeah, we've got a few of those to give away. I love it that you do listen to this show. You've got a few texts that have come through on your yeah, apps, no, I on have, your Twitter. I've gone out to the wider community. I'm talking um, a huge people. People love you, Dwayne, because like me, they speak, they listen to you speaking all week whether it's uh, on Dwayne's World or it's you covering Frio Western Bulldogs on a Sunday afternoon when you're trying to wired work. on Nescafe and, co- and Coke. and um, Trying but, to work hard on a game that's got an eight-goal margin with 10 minutes to go. <laughs> yeah. What's, uh, you, uh, someone asked if you prefer, if you've just joined us, that's your, that's your favourite if a game's getting close? Yes. Or, or, yeah. or do, or do just you have, the recap. Or rolls it, goals it? Yeah. Well, sometimes I've, I default because I'm not thinking. I'm yeah. not concentrating and I default <laughs> to something that – I've already said a couple of times that year, and I've got to just almost write a list of stuff that I've already said. Don't dare say it again. Well, the reason I bring this up is, are you aware of Dwayne Russell bingo? I am. I am. I've seen the bingo cards where people, if I say rolls it and goals it, or that's as good as it gets, people can cross that off their bingo card and and scull a beer. You got very big at one point on, oh, baby. Yeah. Oh, baby, you had to get put away. And I had to actually... (laughs) Strangely enough, where I write my notes and I take a heap of notes of the game, but I've actually got a list of stuff. Don't and I and I read it sometimes pregame. Don't dare say this again. Oh four two nine eleven sixteen. Is that the number? It's oh uh, four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. Oh, have I just done an old one? That's all right. You probably did three RWs number, but that's okay. Oh yeah. four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. What should you bring back? Right. Is what I want to know. Or what are your favourite Dwayneisms? Yeah. That you, and I want a list because we're very, very close to round zero. Yeah. Well, I can't ever bring shake and bake's done. So it doesn't matter how much Dustin Martin does of the shake and bake now, I can never say that again. So that's on my list of yeah. never to be said again. But it doesn't mean I won't say it because if I'm not concentrating, I might default to it. I might throw out an occasional accidental. That's as good as it gets, but I've got to get that off. I think it's good out of my brain as well. I mean, the, the greats have the, their favourite yeah. things: committee yeah. or um, Mark Holden on Australian Idol <laughs> touchdown. Touchdown. But, okay, uh, someone had a, a gripe. I don't think it's a gripe, but yeah. you you say flick downs. Well, no, I don't say flick downs. Instead do I? of tap downs. Oh no, no, um, bounce down. Bounce down. Bounce down. Maybe yeah, bounce down. Well, but that's well, a South Australian oh. ism. So. People have tried to kick the South Australian out of me Don't, a you few times. I know. Oh, I still say chance I, I dance. I, I grew up just down the road from Castle Plaza in, okay. uh, in uh, you know, Edwardstown, Glendora. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay. Just, and uh, 
My main question would be: Are you a Balfour's or a Villies person? Oh, Villies, Villies are 100%. great, and and the farmers using iced coffee is still the oh, best yeah. co- iced coffee you can get in the world. Every time I get there, you got to go to the twenty four seven Villies Bakery, hundred yeah. percent. It's, a, it's a, what is it about the? Did you, you wouldn't have gone to the races like I did in the old days. No, no. Where you'd save a dollar. It didn't matter how bad you were going when you left. If you'd done your dough, you'd always keep a dollar for the pie man oh, or the beauty. pasty man out the front. He'd have them in a Warwick, as we called them, those big tubs with a Hessian thing over them. Yes. And he'd sell these pasties that had no meat or veg in them. It was just hot air in them, pastry yeah, and hot air. But beautiful. Oh, were they oh, good? Tell me about <laughs> it. Were they good? So, no, the, the pastries in Adelaide are good. Uh, the other question, well, I, I just need to know for me, because I lie in bed thinking about what you meant. What did you what do you mean by drown them in your honey pot? Well so no no saying that I've ever said is probably original. So that's is that from something that's stolen from something somewhere. Shake and bake is Talladega Nights, but it also dates <laughs> before that. Yes. So drown them in your honey was something I'd I think I'd heard it in a song. Yeah. And it was just in my head. So it, nothing to do with him as a player or... No, no. The Mots, I've heard your podcast, yeah. whether or not Mots yeah. was meant to be yeah. drowning in any honey pots. No, it's not no, that. No, it was just in my head that he's drowning us in his honey because I'd heard it. In Dennis Committee, and I shouldn't tell this story, but Dennis Please. Committee's Cork in the Ocean, that's, yeah. that's, that's a line from a Beach Boys song. He's, so whether it was yeah. from in his mind when he said it, but it's become one of the great phrases. Yeah. Of Dennis I, Committee. From what I've heard from the greats like yourself and Hutto and all the others is that it's just whatever's in your head at that moment. Yeah. So you, if you feel it coming at you when you're at the cafe at one in the afternoon, do you just do you do you write it down or do I you? I listen to a lot of music, so I do hear a lot of music and lines in music often stick in my head. But yeah. I also listen. This is might sound a little bit strange, but um, you know the song Rapunzel. The rap song? Yeah, by Draft. Yes. What are you listening to Draft so, for? I Quite often I listen to Draft on the way to games because <laughs> cool. the, the um, uh, what would I say, the, um, the, the uh, style of Draft delivery yeah. in that song is the pace that I'd kind of like to commentate at. Really? It's at that slower delivery pace so you can hear the words. Yeah. Don't get too excited, don't get crazy, and don't go too slow either. I just like the the delivery pace of that draft wow. song. So to get myself in that rhythm, that's the yeah, I can, metronome you, I use. You know what this is for your audience? This is a pre-season warm-up, <laughs> getting ready for round zero. If, if sitting here right now, would if I started saying numbers at you from different clubs, do you yeah. think you know? Well, I need to see the face. So there's some guys I don't know what their number is. Yes. Um, so, but I see their face and I know who it is. So I'm a face guy. Yeah. So... If I go to training like I will be in the next couple of weeks, it'll be all faces. What's he look like? What's he look like? Who's that face? Wow. I don't necessarily look at numbers, but you could throw some at me if you wanted to because I uh, numbers, it's more faces and gait yeah, and what gait. they look like. I know what you mean. It's I, how they walk. Is there any famous memories you have of players who on a, two players on a team who had similar gaits and haircuts and skin tones that you remember? There are a couple yeah. with North Melbourne. that, right. uh, that um, And it's just names that get sort of in your head that you get them accidentally mixed up but you didn't mean to. Yeah. So Curtis Taylor and Paul Curtis with North Melbourne. <laughs> yeah, well, what are you going to do? Well, they look differently. Yeah. They look different. And I shouldn't get them mixed up. But in my own mind, when I'm in commentary mode, sometimes you get the wrong one out. And that's a that's a faux pas that I should be better than. No. But it does. It has happened. Can and I, I'm not the only one who's done it. Yes. Can I ask you um, a slightly more serious question yeah. now? On our podcast, we have actually got someone who is stat- doing stats for us, but not about the game. Right. And they've only done three or four games of this, but they have been marking commentators uh, on stats 
and they've only done Friday night games so far, so mo- mainly BT games. But right. he's gone, how many complimentary things does the commentator say for this team right. versus that team? How many negative things and, and adjectives and things like that? And we found that uh, Mr. Taylor, yes, you know, but it was very complimentary to Collingwood right. for two games in particular. Does their function? One hundred percent. So I'm curious, do you ever think about that when you're calling? No. What I think about is I'm the glass half full guy. Fox pay me to be positive about just about everything. Sure. So if there's anything critical to be said, Gary Lyon, David King, yep, I'll leave that to you guys. Yeah. So I'm I'm the one who tells you how great the mark was. That's my job. How good the goal was. It's up to them to tell you about the guy who should have spoiled it, yeah. should have smothered it, yeah. the guy who made the mistake. That's their territory. 100%. I just comment. I just commentate and do the the good stuff, which is a nice way to beat. Yeah. But BT's also an ex star. Yes. Like I've played, you know, fifty games. But oh, don't talk yourself. BT's down, a star, so he can do. He can roam into the special comments territory because he was a star. Okay. I don't tend to roam there because one Fox don't want me to. That's yep. other people's jobs, mm-hmm. and I don't want to steal David King's thunder. You know, he might have his hand up, he, yeah. and I know what he wants to say. <laughs> he should have smothered that ball. Yeah. But uh, you leave that to him. You don't steal everyone else's territory. I like that. That's good. Okay, my last question would be. You don't steal other people's jokes when it's oh, an Arnie Donner. That's the only way oh, you do make you? it. You, gotta. you grab someone else's punchline before Great they do. artists uh, steal, I think. was the, I forget the <laughs> quote. I was trying to steal it from someone else, and I forgot it. My last question yep. is, your, your commentate, it's round 17. It's 16 versus 18. What happened? What would happen if you just went, this sucks? Yeah. Like in quarter two. Yeah, I'd get handed um, my media pass and say, uh, <laughs> really? Thanks for coming, Dwayne. You might be back next week. In steps Adam Papalia. No, well, Paps <laughs> would never say it either. Paps is good at his craft over yes. there in WA. Yes, Paps, absolutely. Has, Paps has saved a few of us flights these days because yeah. he does the games in WA. And we don't fly as much as we used to. But no, no, I don't think no game's ever over. No. And no game hasn't got stories. True. So even if it's 16th versus 18th mm-hmm. in the last round of the season, there's always the chance that Nick Larkey's going to kick 10. And that's mm. the game that I had last year. Yeah. There's always that chance that there's going to be a story. You'd be surprised at how many mark of the year or goal of the year contenders come yeah. from the games where it's fizzling and you lose concentration, yeah. and all of a sudden someone's taken mark of the year, and yeah. you weren't up ready for it. Yeah. So you've got to be ready for mark of the year to be taken at any time of any game, regardless of who's playing. And you've got to kind of anticipate it. You've got to want it to happen. Yeah. And that's where I'm at with every 16th versus 18th game. And let's face it, I've done a lot of Suns games with no crowd in the early incarnation yeah, sure. of the Suns. And you always go there hoping that the mark of the year is going to be taken in that game, regardless of the fact that there's going to be no crowd there to watch it. I'm so excited for the Suns this year. <laughs> They're going to be awesome. Great to have you in. Hey, thanks for coming in. Absolute pleasure. And if you want to check out Broden Kelly on Twitter, on X as it is, uh, the podcast is called? The Footy with Broden Kelly. The Footy with Broden Kelly, or of course, Arnie Donner, who'll be hitting the world screens through Netflix very shortly. We'll take a break. Back to your curls next.